Community of Hope Church family, I'm blessed on this Thanksgiving uh, to really be thankful, uh, not just for what God is doing, but thanking God for you and also thanking God for the word. And in this season, uh, that as we are uh, continuing in our Finish Strong series, uh, that today we want to talk about uh, finishing belief strong. We want to talk about being belief strong, belief strong. If you would, mark the ninth chapter, mark the ninth chapter, the 14th verse. It says, and when they came to the other disciples, uh, they saw, this is Jesus um, and a couple of disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about, he asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. And when the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said. I command you come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up to, by, up to his feet. And he stood up. My brothers and my sisters, I ask you to join me in a word of prayer. I do want to share this morning on being belief strong or I believe. I believe being belief strong or I believe. Let us pray. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you. Grateful, God, for your hand. Grateful, God, for your power. Now, God, in Jesus' name, speak this word through me to be a blessing to your people. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You know, it's an interesting thing, but here we are, and in our scripture, we find this gentleman uh, who has been trying to find a cure for his child, his child who has been dealing with uh, a, a demon, a spirit seizing him and often uh, causing him to be in self-destructive modes, causing him to try to throw himself into the fire, causing him to go into convulsions. Uh, he's been dealing with a child who should at this point in his life be able to play on the playground, who should be able at this point on his life to play with other children. Uh, but yet this father has been dealing with his child who's been dealing with a situation that he's been dealing with since he was young. His father takes this child uh, to the disciples, believing that the disciples can be able uh, to cure him, believing the disciples can cast out whatever is ailing him. Uh, the disciples have this kind of power uh, because uh, the disciples have been going around uh, previously in the book of Mark. You can see the disciples that have been empowered by Jesus to go out and to cast out devils. Disciples who have been empowered by Jesus to go out and to heal the sick. 
You have these disciples who have done it for others, and somehow the father gets word of what the disciples have been doing and believes it for his son. He believes it for his son, and so he goes to the disciples trying to get them to be able to heal his son, to, to, to cast out what is keeping his son bound, that believing uh, that somehow a change can be made. Uh, but he gets there, and the disciples, for all that they try, they can't do it. For all that they attempt, that they can't work it out. And here you have Jesus having come from the mountain of transfiguration. Jesus, who is coming back from a period of respite and revival. And Jesus is coming back with a couple of his disciples, and he sees folks arguing. He sees them arguing. He says, what in the world is happening here? Why are you arguing? And the man says, look, I brought my son for healing, but yet your disciples couldn't do it. And the long short of the story is that Jesus ends up being able to handle the need. I believe there's some things that you've got to understand as you are going through whatever the situation is, whatever your challenge has been, whatever the issue has been that you've been dealing with for a while, whatever the challenge is that you've been dealing with for a while, that I believe that as we finish 2021 strong, we've got to finish belief strong. I believe there's been some things that have been uh, throwing you, throwing your purpose, throwing uh, your destiny, throwing all that God has got you to be into the fire. But I believe that in this season, in this moment, uh, that God wants to do a work in your situation. But you've got to be what? Belief strong. In other words, that your faith has to be able to rise up to the occasion uh, to be able to walk in all that God has for you in this season. And one of the first things I want you to understand if you're going to be belief strong is you've got to understand that you still have options. Uh, somebody, I need you to understand that you still have options. Here goes uh, this man. This man has gone to the disciples. I know he's tried all kinds of other things to try to get his son taken care of. Uh, it hasn't worked. He goes to the disciples to believe that they can do it. He's heard how they've done it for others. He's heard uh, and he's seen the testimonies of what they've done for others. And he's uh, uh, taking a bet that he can be able to get uh, a blessing for his own child. Uh, he goes uh, to try to have the disciples work it out and the disciples can't. As much as the disciples try, as much as they pray over the boy, as much as they speak the name of Jesus over the boy, uh, that, that, that it does not uh, give the cure that the man is looking for. And I could picture that that man uh, would be able to uh, be a bit disappointed. Uh, I could picture that man would be a bit frustrated. But then Jesus comes along. And, and I need you to understand that you've still got options. That I know you've tried one thing and I know you've tried another thing. I, I know uh, that you've tried and you've tried. But I don't care how much you've tried you still got options. Uh, that, that here goes this man, and I, I would figure he would think his options were limited, his options were finished, the, the disciples couldn't do it, but then Jesus shows up on the scene. And, and I want you to understand that oftentimes disappointment uh, is the biggest challenge to your faith. The disappointment is the biggest enemy to your faith because oftentimes, because we've been disappointed before, we don't even want to try again. Uh, that oftentimes, because we've experienced disappointment 
it because it didn't work, because uh, uh, we tried and, and we didn't get the breakthrough, because we tried and, and, and we didn't get the turnaround. It causes us uh, to be fearful of trying again. Why? Because disappointment isn't just about being disappointment, but sometimes it feels like it's rejection. Sometimes it feels like uh, for all that we've tried, that when it doesn't work, we don't want to try again because of the fear of rejection, of the fear of being disappointed, of the fear of going through the same kinds of emotions that you get your hopes up, but then you get disappointed and let down again. Uh, but Jesus comes up on the scene and Jesus comes to this the, the man and the man says, look, Jesus, uh, that your disciples couldn't do it. But the man figured he had another option. He figured if Jesus is here, I might as well try Jesus. And, and the man says to Jesus, look, if you can just help us a little bit, uh, I'd be blessed by that. Somebody here, I want you to be belief strong enough to understand you still have another option. That I know you've been disappointed. I know it hasn't worked out. I know you haven't gotten a breakthrough, uh, but Jesus is on the scene and you've got the number one option right in front of you. Just try Jesus. If you try Jesus, uh, then Jesus can work it out. If you try Jesus, then Jesus can be there for you. But don't let your disappointment cripple your faith. Uh, the second thing I want you to understand, uh, if you're going to understand that you can be belief strong, is that your doubt doesn't disqualify you. That's right, your doubt does not disqualify you. Uh, that here goes the gentleman, uh, he realizes he has an option, he shoots his shot with Jesus. He says, Jesus, if you can help us any kind of way, if you can somehow help us just a little bit, if you can somehow do something. And Jesus says, what? I I if I can? It no, 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 no. It Jesus said, Anything is possible with me. Anything is possible with, with me. And, and the man says, well, Jesus, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. That so here, he, he's got a shot here. He shot a shot here. He says, Jesus, if you can help us just a little bit. And Jesus says, look, anything is possible if you believe. And the man says, well, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. Somebody today, you have bought into the fact that people make you believe that you have to have all faith to get the miracle, or that you have to have no doubt to be able to get the miracle. But the reality is uh, that doubt is natural. Doubt is human. And it's not about if you doubt. I'm come to let you know that doubt does not disqualify you from getting what God has called you to get. Uh, you just got to understand what to do with your doubt. You see, the challenge is many of us dwell on our doubt. And so, and, and so as we're trying to strengthen our belief, we spend so much time rehearsing and talking to ourselves about our doubt uh, that we don't rehearse or talk about or affirm our faith. And so therefore, we spend so much time in our doubt that our doubt ends up becoming bigger than our belief. Uh, uh, many of us, uh, that we get in too many discussions about our doubt, that we talk to the wrong people about our doubt, that we talk to doubting people about about our doubt. We talk to people who don't have faith about uh, the doubt we have about our faith. No, no, no. You've got to talk to faith people when you got doubt because faith people can help you to understand that your doubt may be a 
a part of your reality, but the fact is that your doubt does not disqualify you from the breakthrough that God has in store for you. Somebody today, I, I know you've got some doubts. I want to tell you that your doubts just make you human, but I've got to let you know that you've got to take your doubts to Jesus. You've got to literally have a little talk with Jesus and tell him all about your troubles. The psalmist says that I must tell Jesus all of my troubles, that I cannot bear these burdens alone, that, that, that I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus. You've got to take your doubt and take it to Jesus. The man was in Jesus' face and he said, look, Jesus, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. Somebody, I know you've got some doubts, but I want you to take your doubt to the Lord and say, Jesus, help thou my unbelief and understand that your doubt does not disqualify you, but your doubt just makes you give it firmer over to Jesus so that Jesus can do what he needs to do in your life. The third thing, and I'm up out of here because here we find that man. We find that man. He was in the situation of uh, the disciples couldn't do it. Uh, the, he's in front of Jesus. Jesus says, anything is possible if you just believe. The man says, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. Help me in the areas where I, I, I don't believe. And the Bible says that Jesus saw a crowd coming up and Jesus spoke to the demon that was in the boy and told it to get up out the boy. And, and the Bible says that the boy went into a tremor. The boy went uh, into convulsions and, and then it looked like he was dead. And, and I've come by to share this last thing with you and I'm up out of here. The last thing I want to share with you is sometimes it looks worse right before it gets better. That's right. Sometimes it looks worse right before it gets better that here you've got this man. You've got this man. He said, Jesus, I believe. Help me where I, I have unbelief. And Jesus then deals immediately with the boy. Jesus deals with the boy. Jesus speaks to what's in the boy. Jesus speaks uh, to what has been binding the boy. And all of a sudden, uh, the boy goes into convulsions to the point in which he then gets still and looks like he's dead. Can you picture the man? Can you picture the concern he had? Can you picture that he finally gets Jesus to see about his boy, finally gets Jesus uh, to, to deal with his boy, but yet as Jesus is dealing with his boy, all of a sudden his boy's condition looks worse. His boy goes into the same issue that he's been dealing with uh, all this time, but not just that, but now the boy looks like he's dead. Uh, I, I, I've come by to talk to somebody because in your belief, uh, you're believing for God to work the miracle, but it's in this moment that your situation looks worse than it's ever looked. It's in this moment uh, that your circumstance looks crazier than it's ever looked, that, 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 that you've been believing God to work the work. You've been holding on to your belief. You've been belief strong. You've been putting it in front of Jesus, and, and you've gotten enough heart to believe that God can work it out. And now things look crazier than ever, but I want to let you know that sometimes things look crazier right before the breakthrough. Uh, that here this little boy uh, looks dead, but Jesus goes and grabs him by the hand and lifts him to his feet. And the boy is living and the boy as well. Somebody today, I, I want you to be clear and know uh, that I know it's looking worse, but don't you give up. I, I know it's looking worse, but don't you give in because you're right on the verge of the breakthrough. I, I know your situation is looking dead, but Jesus is about to reach down and pick up every dead thing in your situation and it shall live. Your finances shall live. Your relationship shall live. Uh, that your dream shall live. Your business shall live. Uh, that, that, that your health, your body shall live. Uh, that I know it looks worse. I know it 
feels worse, I know. It seems more challenging, but I've come by to bear witness to you that sometimes it looks worse right before it looks better. They say that it looks the darkest right before the dawn, or that right before the turnaround, or that that's when things can look the worst. But I want you to know that as long as Jesus is with you, then you don't have to worry. As long as Jesus is with you, that you don't have to fret that I know it looks rough, but Jesus is still there. And so Jesus can still grab a hold of whatever you're dealing with and make it and lift it up and bring it right to where it needs to be. That is my challenge for you today. I want you to be belief strong. I want you to understand that in this season, as we are moving to become what God has called us to be in this new year, as we are finishing this year off strong in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of the foolishness of what it means to be black in America and looking at an unjust justice system, in the midst of financial issues, in the midst of economic strife, in the midst of challenges on your job, in the midst of not having any job, in the midst of challenges in your marriage, in the midst of it all. I know that it may look worse, but if Jesus is with you, that I've come by to let you know that it can rise up. It can live. It looks bad, but the story's not over. That is the word I have for you. I need you to be what? Belief strong, knowing that God is working it out for you. And so right now, I really want to talk to somebody who you've lost your belief, who you need God to help your unbelief, who you need God to strengthen you. It, it, it may be that because you've been disappointed so much uh, that you've lost your belief, or maybe you haven't lost your belief. You believe, but you're like that man. God, I believe, but help my unbelief. Help me. I've got so much doubt that sometimes my doubt outweighs my faith. God, I, I, I need you to help me uh, to be able uh, to have the strength to be belief strong, uh, to have the faith to hold on just a little while longer. I, I want to pray for you today. I, I'm believing that God uh, can touch you and God can strengthen your faith and God can strengthen your belief. And I believe that uh, in the midst of your humanity, you can feel the touch of God's divinity to let you know you can make it and the breakthrough can happen. Come on, I want to pray for you. Even, even before I invite folks to Christ, I just want to pray for everyone right now that God would touch your faith. God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your people, and I thank you, God, for your hand upon your people. And I speak, God, a word over your people that you shall strengthen them in their belief, in their faith. God, in Jesus' name, for folks, God, who have gotten detached, for folks, God, who have gotten disappointed, for folks, God, who have gotten to the place where it's hard to keep holding on. I pray in the name, Lord Jesus, that you would touch them, God, right where they are. And God, for folks, God, who literally have lost all belief, I pray, God, that you would revive, God, their faith in Jesus' name. For folks, God, who they believe, God, but doubt often overweighs their belief. And they're just screaming right now, God, help thou my unbelief. Help me uh, where I don't believe. God, in Jesus' name, I'm believing you shall spark a revival of faith in them. God, help us all, God, that it can get rough, it can get hard. But God, I thank you that you are with us. You promised never to leave us nor forsake us. And as long as you're there with us, then we can have the audacity of hope.
the courage to believe beyond all belief. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. You, Look, if you've never accepted Christ today, I want to let you know, today is your day and this is your moment. Uh, the, for all that you're going through, one of the biggest things about this story is that you've got to have somebody to hold on to. You've got to have somebody to go to. You've got to have somebody to connect to. You've got to be what? Belief strong. And as you have someone to go to, someone to connect with, someone to connect to, that is Jesus. That Jesus can make all the difference in your life. That Jesus can turn every situation around. If you've never accepted Jesus, your Lord and Savior, today I want you to make that decision. The Bible says that God loved the world so much that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In other words, God loved you so much that God sent Jesus. That Jesus uh, died on a cross for you, but God raised him from the dead so that you could be saved. Today is your day to give your heart to Christ. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, make that decision today. Look, we've got a link right there in the chat, or you can text Hope Decision uh, to 474747 so that we can know about and pray for you in your decision for Christ. Uh, but not just that, if you want to rededicate your faith, today is your day. If you want to rededicate your faith to Christ, today is your day. Just text 474747, text Hope Decision to 474747, or you want a church home. You need a church home. Today is your day. Make Community of Hope your church home. If you decided to do any of that, to give your life to Christ, to make Community of Hope your church home, or to rededicate your faith, uh, today I want to pray with you. I want you to pray this prayer with me. It's my words, but it'll be your faith. Repeat after me. Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. So I thank you that I'm saved I got a church home, my rededicated faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen.